On today's show, we're going to run through a fun hypothetical WBA expansion draft exercise if the league was to expand to add two teams in Oakland and Toronto. So those are two of the many rumored cities we've seen so far. But as many know, WBA expansion likely won't come until 2024, 2025. But this exercise can get fans familiar with its format and drafts of and just drafts of any kind are always a lot of fun. We did we did one with the WBA draft a little bit back, and that was a lot of chaos. So we expect the same thing today. So lots of women's basketball starts now. Welcome to Wallet. You are Locked On Women's Basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball. Welcome. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. My name is Thunder Cruz, and I'm the Saturday host covering the NBA draft and college basketball at large. Thanks for making Lost Women's Basketball your first listen every day. Remember, Lost Women's Basketball is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. I'm joined by my co-host Joshua Willich. Joshua is the women's basketball content creator and can be found at ENFP underscore hoops on Twitter. So, like I said, we're going to do a WB expansion draft. And first, before we get into our protected players, I want to run through just a little bit um, of some of the rules. I will share my screen. If you are watching this on YouTube, I will share my screen so we can uh, all follow along with this draft. So, go. While you're pulling that up, I'll go through the rules really quick. So, for each team, uh, we could protect 50% of the players. If there was an odd number, we got to pick the higher number to be protected. So if there was nine, we got to protect five and leave four exposed. And even with that, um, there were some teams where it was really tricky. I don't know about you, but there were Mm -hmm. tough decisions that had to be made. So like I said, how we're going to go about this real quick is, so I had six teams and Josh had six teams. We both, like, as we are the um, general managers, deciding which players we would protect – so I had all of the ones that are colored in gray, which is Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, Minnesota, Phoenix, and Washington. And then he had the opposite ones. So just go through uh, real quick with your teams and what you've seen uh, through this exercise. Yeah, Atlanta, um, you'll notice Tiffany Hayes not on there. They could have had the option to retain her with her being under that suspended contract status and leaving the season early. Um, I chose for the dream to move on and go a different direction. Um, so Hayes is not listed on here. I have AD, Wallace, Montpremier, um, Carzola. Uh, another tricky one uh, was Connecticut, uh, where there were eight players, and I had to pick four to expose. And um, I went with them going for another title run instead of retaining the future. So I, I stuck with AT, Bonner, John Quell, and Jasmine Thomas. Um, yeah, what were tricky ones for you? What were the top two tricky ones for you? So with Dallas, for me, I prioritize the young players. It's contrary to what Connecticut is. I can't, I prioritize the young players with Awak Queer, which was top three lottery pick. And then also Veronica Burton, who had one of the highest like plus minuses last season. 
and was super productive for Dallas as their backup guard. So that leaves Marina Mabry, who's a restricted free agent this offseason. Um, I was shocked when I saw her on her list. Yeah, because it's 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 Dallas has such a deep roster in terms of young players. Mm-hmm. They really do. So they go into the offseason with almost a full roster. So it's very unique. New York's in a similar situation as we can see there. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to bring that mm-hmm. up. That was probably my most controversial. Um, I put Natasha Howard um, as the on the exposed list. I, I liked how Han was playing. They got Stephanie Dolson. And they're going to try to be major players on the free agent market, and having that contract off of there uh, could potentially help them in uh, being able to make the moves they want to. And I, I think they're fine at, at center with without her in the on the team. So we'll see. Another one. Uh, this wasn't mine, but what I noticed is Gabby Williams is available for Seattle because they can only protect two players. She probably won't be coming over this next season. No guarantees. That's what um, I was thinking. So, yeah, I think I would still pick Ezzy anyway. I think I'd pick Ezzy regardless. It, it would have been closer, though, but with mm. the comments she made at the end of the season, it's like, mm, with that being up in the air, that I definitely wanted to put my stake mm-hmm. in her yeah. and be like, yeah. So, But, yep, I, I probably still would have picked her, too. Another interesting one for me was Las Vegas. It's tough for them. Because they have to just pick their top five players. They can't take any of their young players mm-hmm. um, without yeah, losing an all-star caliber player. So that leaves a lot they didn't of – use their first... bench that much anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah, but like, yeah, luckily, yeah, luckily their core is still pretty young. They aren't like mm-hmm. Connecticut where they're nearing 30s and up. They have a lot of young players with Kelsey Plums in her late 20s, uh, Jackie Young mid-20s. I think she's on 25, 26. Uh, Asia Wilson around the same spot, and then Chelsea Gray's a veteran, so that leaves Kirsten Bell, um, Ileana Repair, uh, Aish Shepard, and then Laquana Williams is um, on that board as well, former All Star. So, what did you how did you go about with us, uh, Las Vegas, picking Amanda Zowie B over their uh, couple first round picks? What was your process through that? Oh, for um, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like obviously Kenny Ono, uh, Katie Lou. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't buy in that they're that like committed to their younger players. Uh, like the, I think they're going to be major players in free agency. Um, just getting some front court depth. I, I don't think there's as many th- players at the center position to, to go after. They don't know what's going on with NECA. Like she's probably coming back, but it's not a guarantee. So they want to have that veteran presence in the paint um, before having to hopefully get someone in free agency if there's a, a term that they don't expect. So that's mm-hmm. why I went with her. And I'm also a huge AZB fan of, in her game, and I hope she's going to be back in the W this season. Mm-hmm. So coming to our show, we'll, we'll continue and dive into our drafting portion of this WBA expansion exercise, which is bound to bring a lot of chaos. First, let me tell you guys about LinkedIn Jobs. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know the success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why we have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire quality candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs help you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with target tools that go beyond the resume's data by using insights from your job's post, 
company and their 875 um, million member profiles have put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate um, applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small business rates LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. To post your job for free, terms and conditions apply. And we're back. So I'm going to switch it over to. On to the board. So at first we have Toronto at number one. That's I'm, I'm taking Toronto. Josh is taking Oakland. So if I switch back here, we're going to go one to make it easy. Instead of having a big long board, we're going to go each pick a player from Atlanta, Chicago, go cross. But how our process is going to work is you can only take two players per team. So you go, you go straight through down and back around. We'll, we'll do that. So first, I have first pick, and I think I'm going to go uh, Christy Wallace with my first pick here. I think. Okay. Um, I think it's 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 the easier pick for me. I think uh, surrounding players. I think I think uh, Ad Derp just needs more on ball um, responsibilities. So that'll give it to you, who's probably got more of an obvious pick for you. Yeah. No, this one like it, it's both players that had spurts last season. Um, both were out at different times. So. Yeah, it's going to be risky, but there's a lot of ceiling as well. And yeah, I like that AD is available. I, I didn't think that you were going to go with Christie. So I'm, I'm pleased to have AD who had some games. Like I, I believe at one point had two straight 20-point outings for the Dream last season. So there's a lot to go off there. And yeah, let's move on to the next one. And uh, so I'm first with the Chicago Sky. And uh, I am choosing Julie Alamond. Julie Alamon, that that was definitely going to be my pick. Um, if I could have had them. So for me, um, I'll go Ruthie Hebert. I think that'll be my pick here. And then following that up with Connecticut. I think this um, one's pretty obvious. I'll be shocked if you don't pick a player on here. I think I think uh, Natisha Heidemann's. I guess Natisha Heidemann's my pick here. That was so. I, I it was so frustrating having her on there. Like I had to choose between the Jasmine Thomas and Natisha Heidemann. I'm like, mm. and for me, I'm I'm gonna pick my back uh, backup point guard spot. I'm just gonna pick both of my point guards back to back and go Nia Cloud and. Uh, with uh, my Connecticut Sun pick. I, I think she showed a lot of potential, especially um, later in the season in the playoffs. I, I think there's something there uh, for my franchise. And then, so I'm picking first with Dallas. Hmm. I wonder um, who I'm going to pick. <laughs> Marina Mabry. <laughs> Obvious point there.
I can't hear you. Oh, I was on mute. That was my bad. So I think I think okay, I, I think I'll, I'll go. Oh no, I hope it's not my headset. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go. I'll go. Kayla Thornton here, um, as much forward depth as possible, um, because I think I've yet to get a forward so far. I think yeah, Ruthie Hebert is more of a big. So, Kayla Thornton would be my my pick there. Um, if Mabry wasn't there, like there were a couple intriguing pieces. Ty Harris mm-hmm. was really good at the point guard position as well at times. And uh, Collier hasn't been given the, much of a chance, would be like a, a younger player to potentially give a, more minutes mm-hmm. a, in my front court. But yeah, it, it, it couldn't turn down Mabry. Yeah. Uh, so you're first with Indiana. And this one, I, I went with the youth, if you couldn't tell, in the protected list. I don't think they were too tied to their veterans for a team wanting to go a different direction. So with Indiana, um, I think I'll go, I think I'll go, I think I'll go Victoria Vivians with my pick here. Uh, yeah, I think I'll be my pick here, Victoria Vivians. Interesting. Well, I already picked my point guards. I'm gonna go Emma Cannon. I I need some um, depth in my front court and the. Beaver, when, when they thought they were going to get rid of a cap hit, <laughs> they still have Robinson um, on their roster. I think, I think, I think you're up. I think, are you up again with this next pick? Oh, yeah, you did Indiana. Um, so I'm doing Las Vegas. Um, I'll pick Raquana Williams. Actually, you know what? Um, I need a, a center. I'm going to go with someone who I think has been really good in Italy on uh, Cheyenne Parker's team. I'm going to go with Rupert. Throw a little that bit of a curveball. probably would have been my pick. Um, so next here, I think I'll go Kirsten Bell. That'll be my pick here. Um Dang, I am Probably. surprised Raquana Williams stayed. I'm no, sorry, but the aces so, are thrilled. So so far, I've went more with veterans so far. Uh, okay. With that Dallas, same with Connecticut, more of a veteran side. So with my next pick, we have Los Angeles. Um, I think I think the more easy pick here would be Ray Burrell. Um, she okay. didn't play a lot as a rookie. I think just like three games as a rookie, but she was super productive at Tennessee in her limited minutes when she wasn't injured. So I think that offers some some good uh, upside play because so far I went Vivian's, uh, Heidemann. So just more of a youth player that we've yet to see a lot from but could provide some down the line. So yeah, that, are, that explains this full list on the Sparks pretty much with players yeah. that I haven't been able to prove. Um, I'm going Kiana Smith. I, I liked her game at Louisville. Um, had small spurts in the limited minutes she had with the Sparks. Um, I'm going to go with her on, on my next pick. And uh, Minnesota. Oh, ho- hold on. I'm getting a call. Oh, it's Cheryl Reeve. Yeah, okay. I don't want that cap hit. Okay. No, I'll take that. Okay, thank you. Sorry, just had to take a phone call. Um, so uh, the Lynx have decided to trade draft positions with me. Um, so Oakland is very pleased to take Natalie Achanwa. They really like her, especially with how she relates with the Canadian fans. But just 
Um, the cap hit that she takes, she might not even be able to play this season with uh, potentially being on pregnancy leave. Uh, we have taken a Chanwa and traded draft positions with them. So they will be picking uh, number four and I will be picking number two now. And hopefully we get someone from Northern California to be just a really good face of the franchise. Whoever that is, don't want to tip my hat, but. So for me here, I'm going Jessica Shepard. She had a couple of big games uh, this past season. Um, not the greatest shooter, but she can provide some utility in the mid-range, a solid defender. Um, I just think there's some more there. But what I've noticed, with, there's just so many forwards on this list. There's so many forwards on this list. A lot of forwards. So that means I go back-to-back back here, and I'm going uh, – I'm going. I'm gonna go, Dee Richards here. Hmm. I think. I think I'm going Dee Richards because just because I've taken so many forwards at this point, I need a guard. Yeah, I think. I think I need a guard here. Um. So, what's your pick? Yeah, I'm here? all the most underrated defenders in the in the W. So I, I don't mind that pick, and I am not going to provide the liberty with cap relief either. Um, I'm going Rebecca Allen. I think she had. She's going to provide good veteran leadership. Has a solid jump shot. Um, I I don't want to personally take on that cap hit, especially after taking on a Chanwa, just in case uh, we may want to make other deals at the draft. Uh, yeah, I think we'd be fine going with uh, Rebecca Allen. I think you're next up here with. I am okay. So next with. The Phoenix Mercury. Um, I'm going to go with Petty. Uh, has struggled like being able to stay on the court, but just at times had, was really electric and uh, able to score. It, it's worth taking a shot uh, on a team that is probably in rebuild mode. And then if some players that are given a bigger opportunity are able to succeed, it could lead to a solid season. What about you? Um, with my pick here, I think I'll go Megan Gustafson's here, my pick. Um, she is one of the best players in, in Europe. Super productive in Europe. I think she'll just provide us some more depth. She, if this was in this hypothetical expansion draft, she probably would end up making my final roster just because of all the four depth we already have. But I think she's my pick here with this, uh, with this first one. No, and like and, you said, incredible overseas and then was incredible with Iowa as well. Like, but worth just having her on the training camp roster. So for sure. Almost I think I'm I think team. I'm up I think I'm up here with Seattle. You are. So with Seattle here, I think I'm going Gabby Williams with my pick here. Okay. So we likely wouldn't have her this season, but that gives us an extra roster spot. Um long term. Not the greatest shooter, elite defender, has some just a lot of uh, lockdown wing defensive tools. Um, so I think just the upside of having her back at some point, maybe it's not this season, maybe it's not next season, but at some point we just hope we can have her back. Um, and you and we'll have, have the rights our, to her. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have the rights to her. And as an expansion franchise, uh, that'll give us more time to give minutes to our young players. So when she's back, we'll be ready to go, you know. Um, you have a hard decision here. Oh, yeah. Um, Mercedes Russell. <laughs> and I'm pleased with the pick. Like Seattle, like you said, like only having four players to choose from, uh, it, it made it really 
yeah, like they, they had to get rid of two rostered players that played a significant role in their season last season. So very pleased to get Mercedes Russell in the, in the fold. And I think you have and a pretty then, easy pick here as well. Yes, I am going Maisha Hines-Allen. So I think I will go um, Rui Machida here with this pick. Okay. I know I know as much as Washington likes her, they can't give her that protected spot just because they have their four core players. So uh, we could use passing. I don't think this team has a lot of shooting outside of in the guard um, in the guard position because we have. Yeah, you don't um, really have a three point shooter out of who you pick. So this will be we have like we have Chrissy Wallace. Chrissy Wallace is a pretty oh yeah, good that's shooter. True. Um, we have uh, uh, Heidemann progressed some as a shooter. Um, no standout yes. elite shooters, but do you have an elite shooter? Like who, who's your best shooter on this team? Um, for you, maybe in the backcourt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then they get, yeah, consider we have the lockdown defenders. Like, so yeah, we'll, we'll just, we'll compare our teams after this, but, um, <laughs> but, but no, am, am I probably going to the playoffs with my lineup? No, but that's why I don't know. I, I, went younger at times where I could have gone a veteran. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to build for the future and be competitive. I think my team will still be able to be competitive. So so now we're going to do the drafting portion because with the expansion draft, um, usually the team will have an opportunity to get a player in the following draft. So after the expansion draft, you have the regular WBA draft. So because I went first with Toronto in the expansion draft, Joshua goes first. Um, and we're just going to – how are we going to assume – okay, we're going to assume Aaliyah Boston goes one, and we'll just say Diamond Miller – we'll just say Diamond Miller goes two. Excuse me. I made a trade with the Minnesota Lynx GM to take Natalie Achanwa to get their second pick. So I'll, that's I'll right. Happily, that's right. I'll happily make this pick of Haley Jones. She will uh, be a, just a great Northern California representative. So many of the fan base is, is familiar with her game, and I, I think she's going to be a, a face that's able to bring – um, excitement uh, on our team and fill seats. What about you at four? So because we're going to assume uh, Diamond Miller goes at number three. Okay. That's going to mean we need to add some something else in the backcourt. Um, I think my pick is going to be J.C. Sheldon here at number four. Okay. Um, Surprise. We really need we really need some uh, some guards that can. Uh, create havoc on defense and also shoot. We don't have that combination yet because uh, Didi Richards can do some of that, but her shooting hasn't really came along um, as much as, as much as I like her defense, it's kind of hard to have her as like a starter. And that's where we go with Jay-Z Sheldon. So okay. the second round, we're going to go about it as using our personal boards who isn't top 14 is available. Um, for the second round and the third round, we'll just pick players um, that we'd consider to be third rounders. So you go first here with Oakland at number 15. And I'm going Tiana Jackson of Kansas. I don't know if she'll even be second round if she keeps playing the way she has been. Like, again, just completely improved her offensive game when the defensive game and rebounding was there. So just super excited to bring her into the fold, especially when uh, – we don't have anybody besides Rupert um, at center for us right now. So this pick is actually pretty easy for me. I'm going Hannah Jump. 
We <laughs> just talked about wanting a three-point shot, so yeah. We need we need we need a lot down three-point shooter, and she's someone we can have as like our our eighth or ninth player off the bench, um, and that's exactly what she's going to provide for us. So I'll give it to you with this third-round pick. Um, usually, a third-round pick probably wouldn't have a lot of value, but for us, this player is going to contend because. Um, some of the players I took are like training camp fighting for spots. So this is another player that will be in a similar position. So I'll give it to you with this pick. Number 27. Um, I'm going to go Kaiser out of Michigan. Uh, it's just another player that adds front court depth. And especially since the players I picked that are veterans, they're going to be off after this season. So just getting someone into the fold that has really had a, a breakout year. Uh, I think she could add some offense to our game and uh, already has been a good rebounder. So just investing in our front court depth and hopefully it pays off in the future. So for me here at number 28, I think we'll go. um, Yeah, I know you're scrolling through the draft board of what the other teams picked. I know. Yeah, um, I think I think we'll go Quinesha Lockett here at number twenty-eight. Okay, um, I have heard from the school that she is staying another year, so that's why she was not on my draft board anymore. Just a heads up, unless something changes. Mm-hmm. So I have heard. I, I think we're just gonna um, have as many competitive guards. She's similar to J.C. Sheldon, uh, not as good, not as good of a score. So. But she's she's a player that can definitely compete in training camp uh, as a as a bench scorer with some defensive upside. So okay. after and the break, going the full. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I said after the break, we'll we'll compare our rosters and decide which hypothetical expansion franchise is better set up for the future. So I want to give it to you first to run through your entire roster um, and who you took from each team. So. Do you want to do like starting lineups first? Yeah, we, yeah, we, can, we can set up. Yeah, we can set up a starting lineup. Okay. So at point guard, um, I'm gonna have Julie Alleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I'm trying to think of how to do my lineup. If if I want Mabry to be at the two or have AD in the starting lineup. Uh, let's see. I, I'm gonna have. Man. It's tricky going back and thinking. I'm going to have Rebecca Allen at the two. Mm-hmm. Mabry at the three. Mm-hmm. At the four, I'll have Mercedes Russell. Mm-hmm. And then at the five, it will be a, a mix of uh, Rupert and Jackson. So for my starting lineup, at the, at the one, I'll go J.C. Sheldon. Oh shoot! I made a big mistake. Hold on, I, I have Maisha Hines Allen on the bench. Hold on, huh? You didn't start Haley Jones either. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is things that will be sorted out in training camp. Gosh. Okay, so Mabry actually moves to the two. We'll have Haley Jones at the three. Maisha Hines Allen at the the four, I guess, and then Mercedes Russell. I, I'm just gonna have a smaller front court and then Rupert and Jackson get playing time and everything, but don't have a, a true center in the lineup. Just to, there's, there's a lot of versatility. Players. There's a lot of versatility with your team. Uh, they kind of remind me of Indiana last season. Um, Which they did little, really well. So <laughs> yeah, they did really well, actually. So 
Um, actually thinking about it now, I think I'm going to go um, J.C. Sheldon, Natisha Heidemann. Uh, at the three, we'll go with Victoria Vivians. Okay. Kayla Thornton. And then at the five, shoot, we don't ever we don't have a true five. I think we'll have to go with um Jessica Shepard as our five. That'll have to be our five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that front court is interesting. Yeah, our front court isn't the best, but um our bench, off the bench we have uh at the top of our bench we have Kirsten Bell. Um in no order, Kirsten Bell, Christy Wallace, Dee Dee Richards. Um, we're going to just, like, beg Gabby Williams to come over and play for <laughs> yeah, us because we need her bad. And then we also have Hannah Jump off our bench. So, Okay. Yep, Realizing have... now we, we don't have as much size as I wish we had. We also have Ray Brell as well. Uh, we don't have as much size as I would like. Uh, but And I have you don't size, have but size, then either. I have star players that are taking those spots. So I'm really – having to go off of how games go. Uh, if, if if it's looking bad off the bat, I'm going to make those veterans upset and get the youth in and set up our future. So mm-hmm. on the bench, uh, I have AD, who's, who's going to get some significant time, Cloudin at back, uh, backup point guard, Mabry obviously starting, uh, Cannon coming off the bench, a good veteran presence. Rupert obviously getting some time and hopefully she establishes herself as uh, a franchise center. <laughs> um, Kiana Smith, she would be one of my cuts. I, I think we have enough backcourt depth. We have to make the toughest decision. A Chandwa, we don't want to eat the cap space and then not keep her. Like she's someone that provides veteran presence. Even if she's not available this season, we have her on for another season with how the Minnesota Lynx signed her. Um, Rebecca Allen coming off the bench. That's pretty solid. Shea Petty coming off the bench. Maybe someone that gets cut. Uh, yeah. What about you? So with my team, I want to go another direction is – so with expansion franchises, we, they don't expect to be good in year one. That's kind of like a consensus. These teams aren't going to be good if they Unless were. Unless they team. sell the future. I've seen other sports where like they make themselves super competitive for year one, and then after they're just jacked at everything for a long time until they can get. Back oh yeah, yeah. That 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 is a strategy, but uh, I would probably Neither not of us take that. that. <laughs> I wouldn't take that strategy with how stacked these upcoming draft glasses are. I, I just w- I would just say okay we're gonna be, we're gonna be bad oh well we're gonna be bad, but who who would you consider to be like your three building blocks? For me, I think uh, like if we were gonna say okay these are my three players I want to keep around and give as many opportunities it would probably be J C Sheldon mm-hmm. at the top, uh, Kirsten Bell I would say is also in that grouping, uh, Gabby Williams would be my number three, but if if she's not over in this year one. Uh, we'll prioritize um, the teacher Heidemann as like our building blocks. So whenever the goal is in like three to four years, whenever we'll be able to get competitive, similar to how Atlanta was, because at that point in their expansion franchise, they started to get extremely competitive. Those are the three or four players we expect to be around. Um, so who would you say is like your three to four most like valuable players you would say? I would say the players I picked, uh, the first two rounds, I, I really like Haley Jones and uh, Tayana Jackson. Uh, there's 
not a lot of centers like her, in my opinion. So I think those would be two good building blocks. Potentially Rupert. It just depends what she would do with extended playing time. Um, definitely Haley Jones. Uh, I, I mentioned that earlier. Um, Marina Mabry. Uh, she's still in her mid-20s, so um, someone that can contribute value. Uh, she did talk to us um, prior to us signing her uh, that she would sign a long-term deal with us, the, her being an RFA. She she said she liked um, the vision of Alana Beard and uh, wanted to commit full full on with uh, this franchise. So, yeah, those are the three I, I would build around. Yeah, so um... – Final score predictions, just being honest, I think you would probably have the better team here. Um, I really should have taken Elizabeth Kitley. I realize that now. I probably should have taken her as like a center depth um, with that extra pick. So, Or your favorite from France. <laughs> oh, I know. I could have taken her. Like, I could have taken uh, Mia Hirsch. Um, that would have been an opportunity for me as well as to have uh, more depth in the front court. But... Um, we're going to just, like, spend all of our money on free agency and just try to get, like, uh, a bunch of, like, skilled bigs. Um, that's going to be our goal. Hypothetically, would be our goal. So um, this was fun to just, like, um, run through a hypothetical expansion draft um, because in a couple of seasons we'll probably have different players in the fold, some different restricted, restricted free agents. But um, I'm and curious. Quick, that- I have to bring it up. I, mm-hmm. I am disappointed like that there's been multiple groups that show they're ready specifically like Oakland and then Nashville has been really prominent in being ready Toronto and it's not happening right now. I don't know what the holdback is, but there's more talent coming into this league. Like it, it, it's frustrating that there's not more roster spots for the veterans that are here already. And then the group that's going to be coming in over the, the next couple seasons and even in this draft. So I hope it happens sooner rather than later. But yeah, sorry, go on, continue. Yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely the benefit of having an expansion draft is giving you more opportunities for more players because a lot of exactly. players on this list are just not getting a lot of minutes right now. Most of them are super young players that are unproven. Um, Like, for example, we have like Sam Thomas, uh, which is a player that didn't get a lot of minutes. Same with like... Kiana Smith got like spot minutes. So like Caleb Porter as well. Uh, Jasmine Dickey. And I'm glad you brought up like Thomas and Dickey. Like it's some, it's a domino effect. Like these players, even if they don't get picked in the expansion draft, will get more playing time with their mm-hmm. original team because obviously there will be a, another spot available for minutes. And I think of someone like Dana Evans who would really get a chance to take full reins of, of the lineup and everything with all amend out. Um, just different players like that that get potential minutes and a, a chance to be who they already thought they were with the franchise. So yeah, excited because we that. saw it with Alamond at the um, bubbles, the bubble season where she almost like she was like second or third in the league in assist, I think. Yeah. So that was wild. Um, yeah. This would definitely give more opportunities for players like that who would not get yeah, it. She otherwise. would be at my undisputed starting point card. Oh on yeah, for sure. Team. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. So really quick think- before we head off, uh, mm-hmm. if we have time, uh, is there someone that you think would uh, be upset with how your roster is constructed and becoming part of this team? Like that are playing time decreases and becoming part of this team. 
Playing time decreasing, I would honestly say either like Victoria Vivians or Kayla Thornton maybe. Because uh, um, Vivians is going from a bad team to an even worse team, and she might not get as much minutes because I have uh, Kirsten Bell and Ray Burrell that might mm-hmm. steal her minutes. Um, just saying, okay, we're going young. We're gonna we're tanking. We're tanking. So Kayla Thornton and someone else that uh, they would probably start, but like our minutes would be like twenty. It'd be like twenty five would be like our max minutes. It'd be super spread spread out between our entire bench. Um, in this hypothetical scenario, what about for you? I, I would say Maisha Hines Allen. Uh, I think would be pretty upset in Mercedes Russell. With not, I don't know. They they had centers uh, in the past, and all of a sudden uh, they're just put in a, a role where they have to overextend themselves and try to figure out a rotation that's going to work for this team. When, uh, yeah, they were on title contenders before, and having to, yeah, completely change their mindset and what to expect for the season. Mm-hmm. But thanks for making Little Men's Basketball your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game across the NBA with local experts and analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts.